Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Triggered. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam Thurman. Adam, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Zachary. I love <laughs> I uh, spent hours and hours looking at sync ads today. It's just so great to look at. <laughs> I hear I hear some people have a problem with that. They just they watch too many <laughs> sync ads. Sync <laughs> ads, no, this is literally a sync ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh. And then the lady got stuck in the sink. And so the guy had to help her get out. Sink ads. Oh, this is a literal sink ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't have to convince me, brother. <laughs> you repent to the this'll, Lord. <laughs> this will be my second post, my YouTube post ever posting the sink ad below. <laughs> Whatever you never posted anything in the last video confirming, I didn't because confirming I pulled that it up. was one hundred percent correct. <laughs> no, I pulled it up while I was talking. No, I didn't need to post. No it. No one can see that. Because I went to the land of bald eagles and freedom, Missouri, <laughs> to get my gas, which is like fifty cents cheaper than me or Illinois. You're, you're just wrong. You're just wrong, Adam. <laughs> Then there's really no way you can prove that you are correct. <laughs> I think we confirmed that the science had said that you were wrong. And as we <laughs> the all know, science said that gas is not cheaper in Missouri. The science. <laughs> but as you know, the science is always changing. <laughs> well, the science is always changing, and the science is always correct. Oh, oh it's not immutable. Interesting. That's the that's the trick with the science. If you think oh, that you've the, the science, and the science was ever not correct, you're wrong because the science has shown that it is correct by it its is becoming. To lobotomize with an ice pick <laughs> your daughter or whatever because she likes to go to parties. We knew the job was done when she could no longer recite the Lord's prayer. <laughs> Uh, no, wait, 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 hold on. Monster. <laughs> no, no more worries, Jack Kennedy. We got it done. <laughs> I imagine the doctor, if I can even call that individual a doctor, had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth as he was moving the pick in there. Hanging out, you know. Uh, uh, tough job. Somebody's got to do it. Sip a bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be precise. <laughs> it's just more art than science at that point. Yeah, but but I'm glad, Zachary, that lobotomizing is, is a horrible stain of the past and not currently being done or advocated. Oh, yes, no one ever is lobotomized or no one ever says that we should lobotomize people. Adam, that's a just distance, yeah. deep past. The right, science. Just like slavery. The science would never reinstate lobotomization as a legitimate treatment. Praise science. Praise science. Oh. Anyone who do anyone who opposes science, I shall crush them like a clam <laughs> on my belly. Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh, I forgot to tell you all. We're coming to you live straight from the Twitter boardroom where a <laughs> devious cabal has planted a poison pill to prevent the hostile takeover of tech billionaire and evil mad scientist Elon Musk. If he takes over, Adam, it's over. It's over. <laughs> All, all humanity is all done. things will collapse. <laughs> the seventh seal will be broken. Adam, people that think differently than me will be able to say their opinions without recourse. And we can't allow that. Someone might say, type out loud the N word. 
I don't really have a desire to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, someone will do it. And that's literal violence against our people. (laughs) I don't know how to unpack that. But that's not what I would do. I would, (laughs) I think it would be just handy dandy to like tell, I don't know. A blue check to go up themselves and then be fine, but you can. can't be fine. You have to there, <laughs> you have to literal... create a fake email. You have to create a fake email and then also have a <laughs> <No>. fake <laughs> You have to put up I don't know. Just screen grab some anime avatar. <laughs> there are literal uh, like clansmen, like grand dragons. Just like Chilling, straight chilling on Twitter. Are they? I thought they were. They were kicked out. There are straight Islamic terrorists, straight chilling. On oh Twitter. well, yeah, of course, obviously the Taliban. They were, they were, they were trolling and also being trolled, as we've noted last August when we uh, talked about the Saigon episode. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sorry, Kabul. People, people literally call in for the genocide of Israel, and uh, they're like, ah, oh, no, that's that's cool. They can keep their Twitter account. <laughs> but don't you dare say that 5, 5G is any way related to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't thinking that at all, because why would I think that, <laughs> why would I think that antenna towers be impacted impacting covid well i'm just saying that if you say that you're going to be kicked out i've got some literature uh, i need to send you after this episode because oh no (laughs) oh jeez uh but no i don't know distraction anyway you should be talking about crows and ravens corvids generally (sighs) they're talking about the deep lore again and the dragons what was it? The Ozark Howler? Was that what you said me? <laughs> I just learned about that, so. <laughs> Probably be an episode in and of itself. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there was a time, Adam, and it still exists. You can go places on the internet where there is little to no moderation or whatever. You can say whatever you want. Any kind of slurs, crazy nonsense, genocidal provocations. And it's just like, that's just part of how those people act and communicate. And maybe maybe they don't want Twitter to be hey. like that. <laughs> maybe. I think that that's different than, say, okay, so if you moderate and you say, if you use racial slurs, you get banned, stop, get out. Or if, uh, if, if you call for violence against people, beat, beat it. Hit the bricks, yeah. buddy. You can yeah. do stuff like that, and then that's cool. Uh, Zachary W underscore Clark lives at one two three Main Street. Go get him. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But if like you're, uh, what Twitter's doing is a little different than that. They modify uh, interaction and stuff to shadow ban people which is basically they uh hide your content from people that would otherwise get it by using their background operations <laughs> yeah it's fun it's funny because there's like the th- you can click on people and you can scroll down through the replies and then you get to a segment at the end it's like show replies that are offensive and then like you click on it and so sometimes you'll you'll see ones they'll be like show their offensive replies and you can click it it'll be like prayers for you bro and I'm like that's weird that's yeah. not, I always that's not... it's because those accounts have posted wrong thing or offensive material before so then they get <laughs> maybe maybe they're a, a, a minute before they're like uh <laughs> you know and then and then you the scroll next. Their next reply is like, love you, bro. Prayers. I hope your hands feels better. I always scroll to the bottom because that's where all the good stuff is. The first stuff is <laughs> That all, is true. You can just scroll through a Twitter feed and it's like, obviously, the the top part has been artificially elevated because it, it promotes narrative or whatever. And the stuff yeah. that's like, are you against it or is counter-narrative is uh, hidden behind two clicks. 
50 yeah. replies down the Twitter thing. It's right. like, okay, I think you guys are doing the bad thing. Why don't you just put this in chronological order? You added a downvote button. Just let everything take Or do itself. that, yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. Sort by downvote, upvote. That'd be yeah. great. Yes, I want to see be the like, thing hey, with the hey, most hey, downvotes first, yeah. please. <laughs> who's the worst on here? And you can see it's like, oh, the guy who's said... Poo poo pee pee poo. <laughs> no, you get the top spot, obviously. <laughs> Every time. Oh no, 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 no. Uh, duh. Who would get the who get the worst spot? I mean, the person who goes down vote this. <laughs> you just. <laughs> no, it's just a down vote this, and then the guy replies to that one with ratio. And he gets downvoted harder because the new ratio is whoever gets downvoted <laughs> hardest. And no one cares about the fact that UFO documentation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I don't know the answer to that. I'm not a tech billionaire. So I don't have a dog in this fight. But... There may or may not be dog fights in the Scatter Radio. Was that almost a song, almost like a painful cry for help? Earlier, QPD. QFD and EMS responded to the east side of 14th Street for a male lying in the grass. Oh no, what was wrong? Ah, ah, no problem. <laughs> hey, what's that you? Person was taking a nap. I wish. Oh, there's really nothing better than a nice lay down in the grass on a sunny day. <laughs> the guy was just taking a nap. Oh, that was over by my old house though. 14th. <laughs> the dude, why? Did no one, no one checked on him. They just saw him from the room. like. Peeking through the bars, be like, uh, nine one one, nine one one. We got a situation. <laughs> guy's been laying there for several hours. Problem. <laughs> There's a guy. He's in the grass. Just laying there. <laughs> After he burned it, he just lined down. <laughs> the Q. You notice, notice, Adam. QPD, QFD, and EMS responded. There was. <laughs> A police car, an ambulance, and a fire truck on the scene. Yeah, that was, guy that was like a, a nap in the grass. <laughs> that was like twenty thousand dollar call. <laughs> sir, sir, oh, are you okay? Like, hey, 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 I thought this was America, huh? I'm napping. Hey. <laughs> I can't even take a nap in my own house. I can't even take a nap in my own yard. <laughs> These people. Can't catch a break. Can't catch a moment of peace. Since when? Since when, I say, in this great fair city of ours, can a man not lay in the side of the grass? Have a nice little lay down. Ah. That's a sign of the times, brother. Sign of the times. Let's see what we got. Ah, 6200 block of Broadway. Male with a knife threatening to kill people. QPD and Route 6200 block of Broadway. That's way out there. I'd probably be out by Buffalo Wild Wings. Wait, oh, wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. No. No, no, no. I think it's uh, Groovin. The the Groovin out there on the way. Grove? Out, out Grove to the in? The Groovin. Man. The Grove? Groovin. Places that that's been there for a while. Apparently, it's like the one of the go-to places. I tried to talk Allison into going me with going there with me one time. She said no. We were not go. Apparently, it's like it's like really good food and a good bar to hang out at. Uh, I hear it gets a little wild sometimes. Probably. I've been reliably uh, informed. (laughs) At one fifteen p.m. I don't know what you're doing there at one fifteen. Getting in a knife fight. Obviously. (laughs) There's been some wild scanner posts uh, with, like, people wigging out like this. I think it's pent up. I think because we've had mild fight seasons the last couple years because of the pandemic. Yes, 
that and we've had a lot more snow this year so i think it's gonna come unglued oh I'll, i need to send you send you something later because i saw something it's, I, I saw, look forward to yeah, it <laughs> video said the caption was like you can tell it's warming up in new york city oh no <laughs> with, with wooden planks oh nice we haven't had a good board fight in a while either. <laughs> I don't know. Next week, board fight. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got. All right. Oh, this is a good one. It wasn't just humans <laughs> wiling out. <laughs> Inbox. Raccoons! They broke into our apartments. 823 North Fulton Street. Talk about getting close to your... <laughs> Uh, raccoon admits being present but says possum was the one who entered he also objects to being oh, profiled geez. in this situation raccoon says he will have no additional statements on advice of his attorney <laughs> <laughs> ah it's a smart move as as some of my favorite internet attorneys say if the police uh, ever question you shut the f up do not say anything <laughs> You will not talk yourself out of it. Cop says, what are you doing? You shut the F up. I'm not interested in having a conversation. <laughs> Am I being detained? <laughs> <laughs> also, ill-advised to tell your, uh, you know, <laughs> when you're uh, at Easter Sunday, when you're shaking hands with everyone. No, no, that's super advised. That's especially advice because uh, the greeting part is the worst part of the entire church service. <laughs> Shake hands with someone you've never done it and then say, peace be with you. It's like, am I being detained? <laughs> All right, let's never do that again with Adam. Yeah, I uh, I hate it. I, I've loved, actually, the COVID restrictions because they just allowed us to wave at people. And I'm like, this is much better. I can just sort of give a, a nod, give the the finger guns to other people sitting in the back two rows with me. <laughs> Shouting, he is risen, and everyone's like, oh, what? Why are you so excited? Well, I'm getting ready, man, because it's coming up. We got Easter coming up, and I will be shouting <laughs> my hosannas in the highest. <laughs> You'd be like, David, hey, what, what, I'm going to dance in my underwear in Jerusalem, what are you going to say about it, nothing. As usual, <laughs> the wife will be extremely embarrassed, and I won't care at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hallelujahs will ring forth in that church on Sunday morning. Actually, I don't know, maybe the, the, she conspired with them, because I'm actually going to have to stay in the back and run a, a computer thing for the service, so... Ugh. Computers? What? I thought you said you were Lutheran. <laughs> Is this a Roman temple? Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, best scene from the hit Cromwell movie. No, it is okay. One of the best. It's it's a best scene for a certain reason. What is this? <laughs> Everybody's just like, oh no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fine. Just chill out. The king said so. He's like, no. <laughs> My like, favorite oh, scene. <clears throat> All right, so it's from the movie Cromwell. <laughs> which is about our, our Puritan hero, Oliver Cromwell. And my favorite scene from that is the battle at the beginning when like they're like, <laughs> oh, we've assembled here. What do you say? We'll do it at 1120. What do you got? Oh, yes. In 10 minutes, we'll commence battle. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Let's go back to our stations. And then... <laughs> Like, we're going to commence battle in 10 minutes. Let's just wait here. He's like, what are we doing? Let's go. Charge. That wasn't my favorite scene. That was just dumb. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was so good. And also the choreography uh, was uh, was very special. Uh, because they don't, they don't make things like that anymore. 
for me, it's a tie between well, when they have the the candlesticks on the altar and uh, and the scene where he's like, "It is civil war." Oh. <laughs> when they, yeah, when they do that, it's like <laughs> dun, 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 dun. civil war. We don't we don't want any <laughs> dun, dun, dun. civil war. Gentlemen, we have Civil War. (laughs) (laughs) That one is hilarious. And the other one is just like, he's walking in. He's like, oh, Oliver, good to see you. And they're like, oh, they're getting ready. And they start to pray. And he looks up. What is this? What is, what have you done? Oh no, Oliver, please. Just, just, just just sit down and don't, just, you're embarrassing me. Talk to him after the service, Oliver, it's fine. No, or the other one, Zach, the other one where it's like, who is it, King Charles? And he's like, Okay, I'm gonna be beheaded, <laughs> and then wait, cause I'll be praying. And then when I go like this, then you can kill me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just reliving that film makes me want to go rewatch it again. It's so wonderful. I know, right? It's like three hours long. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was so great. So many moments. It, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm teasing the film a lot, but like. Their acting was all like, you know, stage acting, play acting too. So like, oh acting is a tad different than, than stuff uh, nowadays. Rit Vern, Rit Vern, yeah. my friend. No, no. Oh. Hey, uh, what do you know about NFTs? I hear they're oh. the new thing. It's like it's like owning the Mona Lisa in digital form. I don't want to get strikes on her channel for for, for what uh, NFTs sound fake and like a scam. So I just want to say that. No, no, Obviously, they're going to retain value. It's only going to it's going to be like crypto to the moon, bro, to the moon. Just like did you hear like Jack Dorsey sold an NFT of his first tweet or whatever for millions? Uh, So I'm sure that's doing well. Let's see if there's anything about that coming up. Maybe it's unrelated to... Oh, wait, here we go. <laughs> NFT of Jack Dorsey's first tweet sold for $2.9 nigh on $3 million. One year later, it went to auction in a uh, 448C skyrocketing. It was on auction for $48 million, Adam. No need to keep reading. Oh, wait. <laughs> But the highest bid received was only two hundred and eighty dollars. Okay, so two a couple of things. A couple of things. I want to say. I I think. <laughs> okay, this reiterates my thing about NFTs being a scam. Uh, two, I think that NFTs might be money laundering. <laughs> it's not necessarily like a scam. But all, that money laundering criminal... is a scam. So yes. Oh, well, I, I don't know, but if. <laughs> There's a there's a thing of like scamming people out of their money and then like straight up money laundering for organized crime that obviously involves in one of you said a hundred grillion dollars or whatever. And then three, I think this might have been a troll because two hundred eighty dollars is like one dollar per character for a tweet. So I thought I don't know. Thought that that might be something. Someone trolling on the internet. <laughs> no. Oh, I don't think that that's ever happened before in the history of the internet, Adam. I'm forced to believe that that's not the case. <laughs> oh, we forgot to give an update last week, other than I think to briefly mention it, but the Senate approved Judge Katinji Brown Jackson to be appointed to the U.S. Supreme Court. woo Judge Jackson. Okay, cool. Breaking yeah, Justice blessing. Jackson. 
yes, associate justice to the Supreme Court, Justice what, Jackson. What, what day? What day is she justice? She was. You said last week. Well, she was confirmed justice. by the Senate, right? They confirm you, and then after you're confirmed, your appointment to the court is confirmed. Okay, so she she uh, what cases did she hear this past week? I don't think she heard any cases, so maybe she was just taking a little bit, the first week off. I can't be right. I thought it was why very strange. Why would she take the first? She, she took the first week off. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's very weird too because it's like uh, basically Biden and the Senate decided to increase the number of justices on the court to ten from nine, and no one really mentioned anything about it. It's very weird in no, general. Wait, no, that can't be. That can't be real. Ten to, from nine to ten. Don't you need? Doesn't really need to be. Well, I guess it's a law the judge that she's replacing is still alive. That's a lifetime appointment. We've covered this, Adam. As long as they're alive, they're still the judge. Oh, you can resign. No, no, and you, then... no, you cannot. <laughs> it, that'd be like quitting being pope or something. You can't quit being pope. Oh, you could. You could do that too. <laughs> Obviously, it's been the first time the what back in like 2013 or whatever it was the first time in like 500 years or something. Yeah, you just become an anti-pope then if you try to take over popeship. It's wild because the first time that was like <laughs> the the only time that happened before was before like. Wait, where's my math? Yeah, no, okay, is the. The only time it happened before was before Protestants existed. <laughs> if it was 400 years and it was done in... No, I did the math wrong. I did the math wrong. I did it in 19... Protestants were new. <laughs> there we go. 100 years. Ugh. Well, it was very interesting. Uh, one thing was that, so it was announced, and they weren't just touting that she might happen to be the first black woman to be appointed and confirmed to the court, and maybe a sitting justice. We'll get into that in a little bit in a minute. <laughs> but she also has significant experience as a public defender. And there were a lot of people on the Twitter and other places talking about how, oh, people who defend uh, criminals, they're bad people, and the lawyers who do that shouldn't be ooh, judges. Uh, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, well, I mean, all my secret knowledge of being a lawyer burdens me <laughs> knowing that those people are idiots. <laughs> it's not even you mean being a good lawyer, sir. Yeah, if you're a good lawyer, Adam, you're apparently not allowed to be on the court. Was it like John Adams defended the British soldiers who had killed those people in the Boston Massacre? Yeah. And they, that was he, he, held up as like a, a virtuous, noble act embodying the spirit of being an attorney yes. <laughs> for like hundreds of years now. And everybody's like, now it's like, nah. If they're bad, you should just kill them in the street without trial or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it depends, Zach. That's, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's particularly with, with the uh, nomination and confirmation of the first black woman is the time where we really need to talk about how due process isn't something that's very important. Due process. You mean you have to do the process? Yeah, you know, you know, you don't just form a mob and go find a guy and hang him from a lamppost or whatever. No, AKA lynching, which is no, why, in to. the context of the appointment of a black woman, might really, really connect those dots for people. They're just like, I don't know what's going on, but defending criminals is bad. Everybody's guilty if they got arrested. <laughs> You need to arrest them and try them and then hang them. Yeah, after they're... if they're guilty, there's I know plenty of or... times where there's people that the government's just screwing. I know enough about the government to know that they are bad and that you shouldn't trust them when they say someone did something wrong. You have to make them jump through <laughs> a lot of hoops. <laughs> and drop guns and oh, I drop know. credit cards. I know. 
Adam, I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> drop credit cards. That's why defense attorneys are very important because they can say, "Hey, you idiots, you can't just railroad this guy." What was that? what was that like? Oh, you know, we, we had a witness see that he crawled into the fire escape, crawled out of the fire escape, and it's like, uh, there's no fire escape to the building, so I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. What are you talking about? Oh, no, no, uh, <laughs> for real, it was. Yeah, obviously, so you're making up stuff and lying. It's, it's, you know, it's not cool, and, and because of that, even if my guy did do it, because you're trying to convict him on lies. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you, you, you picked my, you know, the witness, you picked, you picked my guy out of a lineup. Well, yeah, it's like, oh, uh, he's the only, he's the only black guy on the thing. Like, <laughs> the rest of these guys are wearing police The cops uniforms. told me, the cops told me it was number seven. <laughs> they gave me a book and the officer took his finger and he says, hey, do any of these people... Look familiar, like they might be the one that did this yeah. crime. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I told him, right? I told him no. And then I filed an official <laughs> report with his uh, superior officer. And then I was told I needed to get out of here. Yeah, because they were going to literally <laughs> follow me around and harass me until I was either in jail <laughs> or dead. Or left town anyway. Oh, wonderful. Oh, the police in the state. They're such good people. That's why we don't need defense attorneys to defend criminals. Why would they ever do anything bad? Ugh. Anyway, if you're going to attack Katinji Brown Jackson, you might just go after her for being soft on pedos like everybody was talking about three weeks ago or whatever. And yeah, not that's, that she that's, that's a, a winning attorney. argument. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even that argument is soft because apparently the entire system is soft on pedophiles. So she was just caught up in that flow, man. Caught up, caught up in the tides. Rolling. That's, a, that's, that's an Alex Jones moment. I mean, that's a good. <laughs> well, seriously, because like when I, I looked at some of the information and what she was basically doing was. For the, a lot of those cases that they brought out were like, oh, and she was deviating below the, the recommended guidelines, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, yeah, they the what happens is you have a recommendation by the prosecution and a recommendation by the defense in that situation. And then there's third parties like the probation department and stuff like this. They'll say things like that. And then you have the guidelines and all these things go together, right? But basically what she was doing was taking and splitting the difference between what the defense wanted and what the state was asking for. So it wasn't even a thing. It was like a compromise stuff. It's like, I don't, whatever. All right, this sounds good to me. Click. Next case. That's kind of lazy. Uh, kind of lazy. Ruled. Oh, <laughs> kind, kind, kind of lazy a little bit about that yeah. stuff. But uh, nothing oh, nefarious. That's sick. Yeah, I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparently, even though the news didn't actually uh, do their job and find out, there are some 30% of judges in the federal system that aren't deviating below the guidelines. So, no, you think that <laughs> you find to talk to that guy, like, why, what's going on? He's like, I always max them out. Those people are sick. <laughs> yeah, you'd think that the articles would have said something along the lines of, like, oh, she just split the difference on these things, rather than, like, uh, actually yeah. being lenient on pedophiles is extremely common. It's good. It's, like, it's that's a good a, thing. That's a weird, it's that's a weird thing works. to be admitting. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was weird, and it got caught up in that. Uh, if they're attacking us, then we have to just manufacture a way of saying this that makes it sound like we are correct from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's like yeah, just say, just just say no, and just exp just type the facts. I don't get it. News. There used to be a time. Ugh, what? Who am I? How am I? Am I like from the nineteen fifties? I guess I don't know. Even in my lifetime, it seems like it wasn't this bad, but I don't know. Well, I, I'm at the ripe old age of 32. 
But yeah, uh, so this came up, and uh, this guy uh, for the National Review it did a breakdown on on a situation that we were we were referencing, alluding to, if you will. But Justice Breyer is still a Supreme Court justice. He gave a a future retirement date, and then uh, to get somebody lined up, old old Joey B and his uh, crew. They appointed a, uh, a lady ahead of time to get through the process. But can you appoint somebody to a seat that isn't vacant? If you can appoint someone to a seat that isn't vacant, does this uh, allude to a precedent where you could appoint somebody for somebody who maybe has a more distant retirement date? Justice Breyer's retiring sometime this summer. I don't even know if there's a hard and fast date. But let's say someone says, I plan on only uh, being a Supreme Court judge for another year. And you might say that during a favorable administration for whatever your particular judicial tendencies are. So like in Alito, during the last year of Trump, could have said, I'm uh, going to retire next year. And then Trump could then pre-appoint somebody to fill Alito's uh, seat on the court into Biden's first term as president. Whenever you don't even need to go... You don't even need to go back. I mean, then you you just extrapolate that. Yes. So, you know what? Someday, this person's going to retire. Exactly correct. Why don't we have nine backups right now? These are who's, who are in line. They've already been confirmed by the Senate. No, Trump appointed them all. Ah, double backups. Nine. There's like two or eighteen backups. Yeah, there you go. We'll just have we'll have the court filled vacancy wise by the Trump administration for the next hundred years. Why not? I'm just hundred. I was thinking two hundred. <laughs> it is nothing. It doesn't even make sense. No. I went ahead and read the uh, Constitution. As is my point. Wait, what? <laughs> what? And it doesn't give a precise procedure for how the number of justices are to be set, established, and changed for the Supreme Court. It only says that the, the court is to be filled by appointment by the president and uh, confirmation by the Senate. And so I guess the way that that would work would be president would then appoint new ones. And then the Senate, if confirmed, they would just be on the court. So then, as I was saying now, since they have confirmed Justice Jackson that she is actually a Supreme Court justice and is on the court, and there are ten instead of nine until Breyer retires or whatever in June. Very strange. I thought... I could be mistaken. I thought that the... Who sets the number of Supreme Court justices? The Constitution doesn't say. Well, right. It and I know only it's says, fluctuated over the centuries. I think what they do is there's a statute that does that. But I'm I was going to say, I thought it was an actual statute instead yes, of like, appointments or whatever. And, and what I'm getting at is there's no uh, constitutional authorization for Congress to do that. The only thing that Congress can do is establish certain lesser courts, do these kinds of things. Uh, as far as people becoming Supreme Court justices, it's appointment by the president, confirmation by the Senate. So if old Joey B wanted to pack the court, and they were alluding to ways that they could do that without, like, congressional yeah. approval and stuff. According to the Constitution, all he would need to do is to do it and then have them confirmed. Upon that, then you could have attrition. You wouldn't need to fill a seat when it becomes vacant. You could have eight justices on there and just never fill one. And just keep rocking and rolling. Drop down to seven. Three. Go up to 103. Country's a lot bigger yeah. than it was when nine were first on there. They they need to hear more cases. Really energize the judicial activism. It'll be interesting. 
and more justices than senators. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if you had a a, sh- <laughs> a shift, let's say away from executive, because like we've had executive primacy since uh, the Civil War, or with like the imperial oh, presidency and stuff like this. Not if, since the Civil War, would be like since World War One <laughs> or Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, Lincoln. He never exercised any imperial. Well, he was the. <laughs> it was it was him. He was the odd man out. You don't know like, uh, there was a pretty strong legislature beforehand and afterwards. Right, but he sort of set a precedent, right? That you can look back to, and ever since, people would, are comparing themselves to oh, the great Abraham Lincoln, who usurped political and state power for himself. Now, that's not what they look. That's not to what wield, they wielding it as a cudgel to preserve union and to defeat. He stands rebellion. right, but he stands out because he was the strong. He was the strongest executive in the midst of weak executives and strong Congress. Yeah, I mean, what do you got before him, Buchanan? Well, I don't even know. I don't remember who. I used to. I don't remember. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, and then the mythos of that grows until it's like people expect and want that. They consider. And then it a you good get thing. like the rise of the executive orders is really where you get that and with Woodrow Wilson and yeah. So I, I I would say that it started with Lincoln. Lincoln planted those seeds. I mean I don't know because you always had little things like. Like, even at the very beginning, where Washington rides out and himself suppresses the Whiskey Rebellion, and, uh... Yeah. Thomas Jefferson, Louisiana Purchase. Usually, like, held... held, You probably get it with FDR onward, from, like, like, maintained, right? Starts with FDR, and then afterwards. Prior to it, you get, like, previous with the things like you said the whiskey rebellion louisiana purchase trail of tears don't forget uh, don't forget old andrew there tra- uh, tra- no you're right uh trail of tears uh <laughs> the suspension of habeas corpus with lincoln um Teddy Roosevelt doing the <laughs> the uh, appropriations to the U.S. Navy, planting the seeds, and it's interesting because you know we all we hear those stories about these guys, about these presidents. I don't know. I couldn't tell you much about the Congress. You know, in 1830 or whatever. But I can tell you about the time that uh, Andrew Jackson defied the Supreme Court and displaced all the Cherokee or whatever. Seminole. Whatever. Engines, they all the same. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... So it's like this thing, this mythos grows, and more and more, the American, the idea of what we are is an executive taking extra, you know, ultra-vise outside of their, like, regulation powers to do great things and stuff. Yes, and soon, soon, you'll see them crossing the Rubicon, I mean, the Potomac. (laughs) Well, that's exactly right. It's, it's, it's moving further and further to more autonomous executive wherein the legislature's there to advance and help him oh they're just a roadblock to achieving the greatness of them. that's that's exactly what you get when someone is finally just like nah it's uh we don't need those guys anymore executive order jones in the white yeah. house in 2008 or whatever just this morning, we dissolved the Senate, an old bygone, you know, an old institution from a bygone era. What? Oh. Uh, well, we do need to talk about Elon. 
So let's do that before we get too far down the road on this. Ugh. <laughs> Old Elon Musk started making waves when he purchased like 9.1% of Twitter stock. Outstanding. Uh, he, the African-American owned uh, Twitter. Elon being a, a immigrant from Africa, if you didn't know. People will push back on you. No, no, whites from South Africa are Afrikaans, not Africans. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about any of that stuff. <laughs> White people can't be African, bro. Duh. Oh, I don't know. I remember Caesar. <laughs> he was South African. Like, the, the vein is South African. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> good, good life. Good life. At least they were 10, 15 I've heard great things. Fifteen years ago, <laughs> I can't. I can't justify spending like a hundred bucks to go see a concert show these days. No, oh, dude, it was like five bucks. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was like five back, bucks back when I could go to Mississippi Nights and catch like a double header of some obscure indie band for fifteen dollars or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, by God, era, bro, at Davis Park in Rockford, <laughs> in the mud. <laughs> Literal mud. But we had this excellent B, uh, Babylon B uh, headline. Liberals outraged to learn 10% of Twitter now owned by African American. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, he did, he bought it, and then there was an announcement. I think there was even like an SEC complaint. Like, oh, that Elon, he's breaking the law again. Ooh, he's because he's telling people he owns stock or something like this. Uh,. <laughs> but there had to be a a meeting of, for the employees that were concerned. So a company wide Twitter meeting were held because the employees were concerned of C of Tesla CEO Elon Musk's influence on the company's board. Oh, that Elon! He's going to change our our very healthy culture here at Twitter. It's so absurd. It's so absurd. <laughs> Usually, the, it's like <laughs> minority stake. In the company, it's the that, that is true. He's the large. He has the largest stake in Twitter, but it is a minority stake. Yeah, not even uh, a a ten percent uh, holding. So makes uh, me want to just buy some Twitter though. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's your what's your slate, Twitter, uh, Elon? Let's uh, let's go. <laughs> I'll throw in my three shares it's like, because they probably, I think they was trading like forty bucks or whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. spend forty dollars for a meme. Oh, oh Twitter's <laughs> the next Twitter's the next meme stock. Oh, there we well, go. It, well, it was well when it came out that he had bought it, and that there was then scuttlebutt about him getting on the board that the stock value had shot up, and I believe it was unusual whales. You were saying <laughs> was like Elon has already made like three billion dollars on his investment in Twitter just from yeah. the price increase from when he had purchased it to correct when all the hype was coming down. But they were upset. They had to have a little a little crying over at Twitter because <laughs> a little crying. Yeah, Big Bad Elon's gonna come in and tell them that they can't censor conservatives anymore. Ooh, that's the that's the thing. Ooh. It's a, you know, fifty years ago, 40, 50 years ago, <clears throat> people would be upset that like they're doing the hostile takeover was basically you buy out the company and you like Kill the jobs. Fired. Pack it up. Well, uh, big bad industries here. Yeah, like if you ever seen the film Pretty Woman. No, I have not. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Richard don't, don't Richard Gear. I just saw Blade a couple months ago. <laughs> Richard Gear is a uh, one of those guys. They buy companies and then because they their stock is undervalued compared to like the assets of the company. And they could sell off different assets and units and things like that, which would be more valuable than the stock purchased. And so then you make right. billions on the difference or whatever. Uh, so you can do that. I don't think Elon had any intents for doing that. But they did enter into conversations. And they said, Elon, we will give you a seat on the board. You will have a say in how the company runs. But... You cannot own more than 
of our company. And I think even though it didn't come out, they also said that you weren't able to mouth off about Twitter on Twitter anymore. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't read anything about that. I know. I was between the lines. Oh, okay. I see. I the, see. The, de- okay, the I'm details. With you. I'm with you. The, the only like solid detail that emerged from that thing was that he would have to limit his ownership stake. But I don't think that was it. Right. Just from... Right. Because if that was it, then it's like, okay, well, there's ways around that, too, down the road, and I don't know, however you structure the agreement. So you would have oh, to... Oh, we've, we've fantasized about having, you know, <laughs> corporations owning corporations and... Yes. This is trusts owning. Yeah, so, like, there's ways to do it. Elon... Who's a beneficial owner? Oh, I don't even know. Elon's <laughs> kids can own a bunch of Twitter stock. I don't know, whatever. There's trusts and companies and things. Shell corps. Partnerships, joint whatever. ventures. Oh, there's ways. Man, there's, there's a whole... I mean, and he has... <clears throat> he has infinite money. I mean, kind of. So I he don't can, know. He has the best attorney. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's got infinite money. But, uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, but it was like, it seemed clear to me that there was something else there. They were trying to hem him in in different ways to prevent him from exerting undue influence, to prevent them from car- carrying out the tr- Twitter thing, even though I don't even understand what that means in a public company with uh, broadly held shares because your corporate dream is now providing a financial benefit to your shareholders. If, it's, right. if, if your shareholders are three guys and these three guys agree that we don't care about getting paid, we want Twitter to, you know... Be the greatest Center conservatives, whatever <laughs> the, the greatest misinformation narrative controlling device ever conceived by man, then you could do that. If you have a uh, hundred, a hundred, so despicable, a hundred million shareholders, you're you have you no longer can do that because if you do not limit yourself to providing a return for your shareholders, which is your fiduciary obligation as the board of directors for this corporation, then you have breached your duties to those guys that are like, I don't I don't want you guys to be Machiavellian controlling politics and stuff. I just want my share to go up and give me dividends, please. <laughs> dividends. You don't dividends. I, I I own the company. You sold me your stock. You sold it to everybody. You don't get to, to do that anymore. It's not yours. The board of directors doesn't own it. And this came through. There's all kinds of these whack job takes. But turns out that Elon had a plan in the works. Not just this board situation, which I think was a feint. But Elon decided that he wanted to make an offer. <laughs> And to, get, and to get around all the SEC guys that are giving him a hard time about, oh, you can't just say stuff. It's manipulation if you speak, <laughs> which is also a crock. Yeah. Elon made a bid, basically a tender offer for all of the outstanding shares of Twitter Inc. or whatever it's called. <laughs> for a 54% uh premium over the share price that he had paid when he bought into the company and so when he got his nine percent or whatever which turns out now like now since the price jumped up to be like a 34 percent premium or something like this yeah the price actually went down yesterday after this whole i don't know this is a weird adjustment overnight um well it was inflated yeah, for no reason right. it was just like hyped up or whatever right uh, <laughs> And, and, and so then they're like, oh my gosh, now people are really freaking out. They're like, he's going to buy the whole thing. And I said, nah, dog, that ain't it. <laughs> Obvious scam. Because I know more than three things about how a corporate stock works. <laughs> I don't know. I see, see stuff about um, banks providing uh, financing and stuff. Do Whatever. This. 
whatever. It's, if it's a tender, <laughs> like, it, 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 it wasn't a tender for I want to 43% so I can get up to 51 or whatever it is, ownership interest. It was a tender offer for all of it. Which means that it fails if anybody doesn't sell their stock to Elon. All right. It's structured to fail from the initial offer stage. And that could be strategy to create the initial offer in such a way that there's no possible way it could be satisfied so that he would always have an out. Leave room for negotiation, then you can bring it down and so you can undersubscribe the tender and do things and I don't know. Uh, but it, it was, but didn't, didn't the board have to like vote to present this to the shareholders? If you're going to do a uh, tender like that, then I believe that is the procedure. Yes, the board has to then vote to approve. Approve the, or reject it? Yes. It's to go to the shareholders because ultimately they can't tell you to share to sell your stock. Even though a lot of people on Twitter who know less than three things about stock transactions. <laughs> what if somebody doesn't agree to sell their stock? And I said, ah, this guy has just pinpointed the problem with Elon's offer. And then someone goes, no, no, no. The board can make them do it. They can uh, they can force them to sell it. Uh, it's, it it's, it's part of how this works. And I'm like, it's, it's not how this works at all, you idiots. You don't have to sell uh, your stock. No. There's different ways you could structure it where you could uh, pull along or uh, give dissenters from a situation like this, basically right. buy them out anyway. But uh, right. But that's not how this offer was structured. It was a stock purchase. Basically, he said, hey, I want everybody who owns your company to sell me their stock. And here's the price. And then they're like, okay, we're not going to do that. Twitter declined to present this to their shareholders. And so then I thought, well, I mean, why would, <laughs> why, would <geez. laughs> why wouldn't Elon just then at the next annual meeting call or have a shareholder proposal? Hey, let's sell this stuff, whatever. He's got 10% sway and he can use his, uh, Twitter platform. I don't know, because if you're pro soliciting proxies and stuff, there's rules about that and stuff, too, so you probably wouldn't be able to do too much. Maybe he could post links to the official proxy solicitation materials and things like that. Get hey, enough hey man, he could, he could gift me, you know, billions of dollars just to buy <laughs> Twitter stock and uh, through a shell company, and I would vote whatever he wants. Well, I did see some speculation there. I so would do it for, you know, the low, low price of, like, five bucks. <laughs> The, the uh, there was a high level of trading volume over the last couple of days because Elon had mentioned to the news that he had a plan B. Elon says he has a plan B if the Twitter board doesn't approve his offer to purchase his company, and so they think that he might be doing a hostile takeover, doing secret like we were talking about. You have shell corporations and partnership entities or you create this this cloud of uh, people that can't be directly traced back to Elon that are all buying uh, Twitter stock on the open market but it all gets funneled back into his control and that way he increases his stake uh, but then someone said <laughs> this is <laughs> Elon's plan B and if you don't know that <laughs> that is the doom dozer of revenge <laughs> the guy that went on that rampage on Wyoming or whatever it took <laughs> plan B <laughs> so just think a bulldozer to it drive, drive through the Twitter server banks or whatever but Twitter wasn't satisfied Twitter in a statement said that its board of directors has unanimously adopted a poison pill defense in response to Tesla CEO Elon Musk's proposal to buy the company and take it private. Oh, maybe I should wait to buy his Twitter stock to <laughs> when it's devalued to like five bucks a share. <laughs> well, I, you need a share. I, the way that it was, it was uh, described in this AP article, and so I don't know, it was slim on details about it specifically, but... If, and I can't believe that it would be like a specific shareholder, but it's the way the article said it was, if Elon's ownership interest goes over 15%, 
then it provides a way for current shareholders except for Elon to then buy discounted Twitter stock to dilute his ownership interest and make it uh, unfeasibly expensive to then purchase all, all of their additional stock because how tenders work, as discussed, he makes an offer, he will buy all your stock at X price, ah, but that triggers uh, everybody in Twitter, owning Twitter, able to buy as much stock as they want at a discount that then he would have to buy at a premium even over what it was at normal prices. So it's a way that if he was to go through with it, he'd have to pay off like infinite infinite amounts of money. So I guess that's it. I guess that's the end unless we see what plan B is. Cause he... <laughs> it's just uh pay 10,000 bucks to kill the guys at the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, he could he could have uh, actual more ownership interest than, uh, than is currently reported. He could not... Like de facto, right? Yeah, is he, that what you're talking about? He, he could buy it on the open market instead of doing a tender through the SEC and the board because there's really nothing as long I, I think you have there's like disclosure requirements if you own a certain percentage but other than that there's you there's nothing that can prevent you from calling your broker and having him you know buy stock for sale so uh who knows i guess we'll see we'll know we'll know soon yeah. oh, he'll unless he'll unless the ape army <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, there were some maniacs talking about like Elon. Elon, just give us the signal and we'll buy it. I'm like, oh my gosh, Elon's in enough SEC trouble without forming some sort of unlicensed investment, de facto investment company with a bunch of Twitter autists to buy. <laughs> That's what they would just talk. Oh, that'd be so good because they'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not victimized at all. <laughs> It, it is illegal. It is illegal for you to try to sell stock to somebody unless they have like a million dollar net worth or something absurd because they're not sophisticated yeah. investors and they can't think. Uh, I think, brains. yeah, no, there's something <laughs> weird with that stuff. I remember, but I think that they toned that down a bit over the past uh, five to seven years uh, because of. They haven't. No? no, I thought that with like equity crowdfunding and stuff that no, it's it, it because the law never changed, thing. so they created a small carve out in the in the regs. So there's for some, the equity crowdfunding. Yeah, there's some of that that's allowed, yeah. but then you have to meet these certain SEC requirements, and I don't believe that it, it creates an exception to the uh, accredited investor situation. But, you don't want anything about that. You want to hear about what the ice-cold fact of the week is. And here it is, coming to you straight from Ice-T himself. Ice-cold fact. Never tell your problems to anyone. 80% don't care, and 20% are glad you have them. Ice-cold. The 80-20 rule. 80-20 <laughs> rule brought up by Ice-T when it comes to haters. Oh. 80% just doing what they do and 20% are like, yeah, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't eat. I can't feed my family. Good. Yeah, I hope you die. <laughs> and that's our show, folks. <laughs> really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, smash like subscribe comment below with your favorite fact about iced tea mine is that he <laughs> he will do anything to grab that bag <laughs> uh my favorite is the whole <laughs> we've had it on here before like the hey you stand with the gamers yeah gamers are great and he goes like all through a couple of like you stand with the journalists and he's like whoa 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 wait. hold on hold know, on but... i'm not crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, juggalos, even if I recall, was on the list, <laughs> but not journalists. 
All right, folks. That's the show. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show? <laughs> no. No. I did uh, not. All right, folks. Well, that's it. But we will see you next time on Triggered. Good night.